0: everybody, Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone, and today I am joined by Mac Daddy Milo. Milo, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm fantastic to be catching up with you. It's been over a year now, but you've been really, I think, soaring your way up, especially the West Coast scene. But before we get into wrestling, of course, I have to ask, how is Veda? <laughs>
1: she's doing swell she's actually just giving me the side eye right now it's pretty early in the morning she's not a morning girl but Mm. I made her eat her food took her for her walk
0: okay so you so you already gave her her food and treats that's how my morning routine um, is with my cats
1: (laughs) yeah all that good she's not a morning person though so I mean she takes after me It's crazy how they actually adapt to your personality. But other than that, she's doing so good. I'm actually taking her to some wrestling shows, ones that are outdoors and they let me bring her. It's amazing. She's slowly getting used to it. You know, hearing the ring and stuff and hearing people's Mm. bodies get slammed against the floor. Not her favorite, but she's getting used to it. And it makes me so happy and everyone loves her. So
0: it's really nice. Now, for those who don't know, what kind of dog is Veda?
1: You know, that's a good question. I actually (laughs) did a DNA test because when I adopted her, they said she was German Shepherd. But I did that DNA test where you like swap her spit. She's like Rottweiler, um, American Staffordshire Terrier, um, uh, Chow Chow. I was like, what's the one with the necks? Like, she has like a big, like, neck. And she, like, sometimes when we're laying down, she'll like pull (laughs) her head all the way back. It's wild. But, um, She's a whole mix of things, but a hundred percent perfect.
0: <laughs> exactly. We love them just the way they are, even if they are annoying sometimes. <laughs>
1: so annoying but but,
0: but that that's just i think in general you know it's unconditional love you know (laughs) (laughs) but obviously you know i wanted to talk about something exciting that you have coming up this weekend which is an all-women show entitled queen of the indies in collaboration with west coast pro and pro wrestling revolution of course a big part of the show is the queen of the indies tournament but there is a couple of other exciting matches happening which you will be a part of as you have a tag team match with Rochelle Riveter to take on Brooke Havoc and Johnny Robbie. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, it's your first time teaming with Riveter.
1: It is, yes. Usually we uh, face each other in Vegas, but this time I think it's a good duo. I mean, we got M-O-M Mom, Mac Daddy, Mom and Dad. It's going to be great. I can already sense it. We got this in the bag.
0: Now, what are your thoughts heading into this match? What do you think fans can expect from this? Because Brooke Havoc is coming off of injury. She's had a lot, been riding a lot of momentum. But Johnny Robbie has been kind of on her way up as well, I feel like.
1: Absolutely. I think all that they can expect is just fire emojis. Like This is 100% going to be a banger of a match. Um, Great talent all across the board. Um, I'm really grateful to be a part of something with an all-woman show. Um, It feels amazing, and I'm so grateful. Um, I think it's going to be an amazing match going into it. I've worked with every single one of those ladies already, so I already know what to expect, but Like I said, I think me and Rochelle Riveter got this in the bag.
0: But obviously a big part of this is also the Queen of the Indies Tournament featuring competitors from Mexico, of course, Japan, and the United States. So you're not in it. But who do you think is maybe going to take home the crown in this Queen of the Indies Tournament?
1: That's a good question. You know, I'm thinking, you know, Masha Slamovich, that's a hot one. There's Mm -hmm. Billy Starks. That's another hot one. I I don't even know uh i'm gonna go with my girl masha she's been killing it she's such a sweet girl too and um you know she deserves every bit of like greatness coming like to her so oh man that's a hard one (laughs) it is
0: and honestly like so all of these ladies obviously are amazing but Hyan versus Masha Slavovich in the opening round. Yeah. That's a final that you could have right there, which is crazy to think about. One of them that's is gonna be knocked out in the first round, which is crazy to think about. But Masha's been killing it. I mean, GCW World Champ, Impact yeah. Wrestling, you know, Hyan's also she has like she had like four titles at once, you know. She yeah. won um the Sherry Martel classic last year. So she's held the crown before. But I'm excited for this because it's only like there's I believe second singles match together um oh, okay. or the first one was actually like only was 2 years ago so it's been a while since they've squared off so i'm excited for that masha though the russian dynamite dare i say is dark i don't even know if she's a dark horse i feel like everybody in this tournament is really kind of has a a case to be made of why they could win
1: 100% and i'm so excited to see it all unfold in real time Me right too and, <laughs> and
0: like we alluded to before you know there's a good variety of independent talent obviously but there is a lot of uh, talent from all across the world that obviously aren't a part of this outside of japan uh mexico and the united states you know there's the uk there's canada there's all across europe you know everywhere so if you could include one or two women i mean obviously other than yourself from the indies from anywhere across the world who do you who would you think maybe has a case to be made is the possible queen of the indies that's not in this tournament That's a
1: really good question. I know Viva Van's been killing it, so I'm definitely going to throw her name in there. Um, Another one I would say would be... hmm, That's a great question, Ella. You are good with the questions today. Let's see, let's see.
0: I mean, Viva is the face of the West, so I mean, it's at West Coast Pro, so like...
1: I know, right? I think that would for sure be... a. good competitor and i'm gonna pick someone east coast now east coast east coast but then again there's all over the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm just gonna go ahead and just throw mercedes monet because i mean come on she's on indies
0: now i mean that's she's the amazing. ceo <laughs> yeah I
1: mean,
0: she that's might amazing. We, at, at the time of recording this uh it's not I guess technically it is next weekend because this weekend is the 13th so technically yeah. next weekend is resurgence where she's going to be competing for the new japan strong women's championship again in a kind of global tournament you have mexico representation japan and then obviously the united states with AEW with willow nightingale and yeah. mercedes money so i mean and i
1: baffled I like know. i I don't even, oh my gosh, it's going to be so amazing. And I can't wait to see that. Too. Like so much women's wrestling going on right now. It's such a great time to be in this yeah. like business. I am so appreciative and so grateful. And all these bangers that are about to come out right before summer too. What a good time, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm curious for you, you know, um, I know you fell off wrestling for a little bit, came back through like kind of the total divas era, obviously mm-hmm. through that, kind of we had a rivalry going on you know sasha banks mercedes money rose through that you've gotten to see everybody's gotten to see her grown. i'm kind of curious for your take on everything that she's doing like outside of wwe right now and like her current run and her trajectory that's god knows where she's gonna land after new japan
1: oh for sure i love it she one thing i've always loved about her is confidence and how she just she knows what she's doing and she just goes out there with a hundred percent all the time. And that's something I've always appreciated in her. She's a hundred percent one of my favorites, someone who I've looked up to and was like, Whoa, I wanna be like her. Definitely. And,
0: and and who knows? I mean, never say never in wrestling. Maybe we could get a one on one sometime. I mean
1: I would I, happily retire after that. Like <laughs> where? Um, I you know, I'd be like, all right, I'm good. She's if I been- had to retire, I'd be happy after yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> she's
0: she's gonna be in Long Beach, which is in California. You've been a big part of the West Coast scene, especially, but you just had a match at Hood Slam. I know you've kind of become a regular there, competing in a fatal four-way for the best athlete in the East Bay title against Alley Catch, JTG, and Bartman. But somehow it ended up in both you And Allie Catch winning, and you are now the co-champions. So for those who don't know, can you kind of run us through what happened that night? How did we get to this point? (laughs)
1: Oh, easy. All right. We were all going at it. We're all going ham. And then um, the next thing I know is I get knees to the face and I get pulled out. And I was about to take... um, a splash from Bartman. But then I see JTG jump up. He's about to get him. And then I was like, wait, no way. I clearly remember being the first one to grab his leg and then slamming him down and rolling him up. Where Alley Catch came from, I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. I know I was there first. I know that one, two, three belongs to me. The other half of that belt belongs to
0: me. So.
1: I guess we're just going to have to settle that in the ring. But. Now,
0: did, did she, because again, a lot of us haven't haven't watched it yet. Did mm-hmm. Allie Cats roll up JTG at the, at the same time as you, or did she roll up Bartman?
1: She rolled up JTG. We both had a leg, I guess. But I had the leg first.
0: Interesting.
1: And, you know, unfortunately, my back was turned. <laughs> and I didn't see that. I would have, like, poked her in the eye or something and been like, no. But, yeah, so for now, I'm sharing it whatever it's fine I'll get the other half back don't worry but now I have to go through alley catch and let me say that's a that's a big competitor I am very excited but also
0: now how does this work because you can't physically take half of something so who has possession of this title
1: so it's actually fanny packs it's two fanny packs it split half so she took one I took the other but like I said the other one's rightfully mine like come on Watch the footage. Let me know what okay. you think. You get back to me. But it was me. It was okay. me.
0: <laughs> I, I'm curious to kind of going off of the title name, other than yourself, who do you think has, who do you think may be the best athlete within the entire American wrestling scene? Whose athleticism really wows you? It's America. You
1: know, you know, who I really think has really good athleticism who doesn't get enough credit would be Dana Brooke. I think she's amazing and I love um, her moveset and she doesn't get a lot of credit for what she does you know
0: no her entrance is I can't I can't even do that it's not like a cartwheel it's like a a flip kind of I can't even do that yeah She's so good. And I agree with you. Um, She doesn't get enough credit, but she really is. And she has great, she's a great physique as well. I think just all around, she's kind of an underrated or underappreciated uh, athlete in the sport. But I, I wanted to talk about hood slam for a moment too. Like I said, you've kind of become a regular there. And obviously it's large, largely run by dark chic who we love here. So can you talk about more about your experience working there and some of the standout moments that you've had so far?
1: Definitely. Hood Slam gave me a chance and just kept rolling with it. And I'm forever grateful to Dark Sheik and a standout moment would 100% have to be my I Quit match with her. She wanted to get me out so bad. And I was like, wait, why? You were welcoming me, open arms, and then now you're over here wanting me to quit. I look at it now as more of a proving ground. And I think in that I Quit match, I really prove myself um the match itself the fact that I even went 20 minutes like is crazy that was a 20-minute match that was my first 20-minute match I've ever done I did some crazy stuff I got stapled in the head on my arms I was bleeding <laughs> almost went through a table but then I una reverse and put cheek through the table so that was cool
0: but you're officially um, hardcore now
1: just a little bit just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um that's a hundred percent one of my standout moments Hood Slim's an amazing show and I'm grateful for the platform that they give me um the flyers are always so great you know after comic books I love it it's it's an amazing company to work for and I'm forever grateful
0: and I feel like it's a huge staple especially in California and you've been there for a while now how long have you exactly been in Cali now
1: Seven years, a while, awesome. yeah, like seven and a half years.
0: Yeah, time flies by so fast. Little twenty-two-year-old Milo, like traveling across the world. Well, not across the world, across the country, I should say. My little uh, yeah. I know. But but you recently took a trip back home to Virginia. So can you tell us a little bit more about your trip? What did you do while you were there?
1: So it had to be just a quick trip because um, I did notice. I didn't have anything wrestling-wise that weekend. So I was like, I'm going to go home. I haven't gone home since my grandfather's funeral last year. So I was like, okay, I got to make it a point to go home. So I went home. It was only for like four whole days, but it was fine. You know, it's hard because everybody wants to see you at once. Yeah. And uh, I showed a lot of my friends that I've grown up with. They've seen me grow my wrestling videos. I actually showed them my I Quit match. And these are people who have really no idea about wrestling at all. they were very into it that was cool um so my mom she works at home depot and one of her co-workers her son um watches my videos and she said that one day he was really late for the bus because he was watching my videos on youtube so my mom set up a thing where i got to meet him and it was really sweet he was really shy and it was the cutest thing ever and i still can't believe that happened it was so cool um, he didn't know that he was, like, meeting me, like, her, his mom was going to surprise him, and then it was just, it was the cutest thing ever. Yeah, that was a highlight, for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm curious, did you get to... Okay, so you were there last year. Did you get to kind of repro I'm curious because I feel like every little town or every little city has its own like little unique or niche like restaurants or like places. Did you get to Mm -hmm. go to any of those niche places? I'm curious to know like what is some of the niche places in Virginia?
1: This time I went to Chicks and it's right on the water and I had Crab Legs i love crab legs and so you know being on the east coast and right by the marina gotta have your crab legs with some old bay and your shuckers and like some butter i love seafood (laughs) um i went there um where else did i eat so over on the East Coast, I'm sure you've heard of it. Have you heard of Moe's? It's like their version we, of-
0: Yes. Oh, well, we have Moe's here. Oh, yeah.
1: I love Moe's. We don't have that here. We don't have that here. You know, I mean, obviously, California, is just very authentic. Yeah, yeah. Why would they have a Moe's But Man, Moe's is good. That queso, oh, man. Um. Well, let's see, let's see. You know what I do find funny is that, like, hardy's and carl's jr i go home it's yeah. the same restaurant but it's called hardy's and over here it's called carl's jr yeah. that's pretty funny um i didn't eat there but it's just funny when i'm like driving past it yeah um hmm you know i really did just try and hang out with family as much as i could i got to see sure. my grandma the cutest thing i call her bubby it's jewish for grandmother um she is the funniest thing in the world. I will say, funniest lady you'll ever meet. I I can't even put into words. Like she can't hear anything at all. So you'll be like starting a sentence like what, and then you're like, you have to start over. And she goes, who?
0: And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. But you know, gotta love them. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know kind of on the topic of food, your Instagram bio says that you're a foodie. So I need to know what are some of your go-to snacks?
1: Go-to snacks. Well, hmm, with snacking, I try to like limit okay, So you're both. healthy. Fair <laughs> enough. I try to be, try to be. You know, I really try to be, but I don't succeed. Man, I love cookies and sweets, girl. Kind oh, of Oh, I love like Any kind. I do like Oreos. The gluten-free Oreos, surprisingly, are really good. And I feel better when I eat them. (laughs) You know, you're not, you know, it's still really bad. But it says gluten-free, so it's fine. Um, Those are good if you want to, you know, give those a try. Um, I like to eat sushi a lot. I love all-you-can-eat sushi. Um, I like to eat pizza. I like tacos. I like Taco Bell. Oh, (laughs) I'm Taco garbage. Well. <laughs> yeah, I know, I love Taco so well. good. I love. I call it the hexagon because one time I was just eating. I was like, "Oh man, I love this stupid little hexagon." It's just a crunchwrap supreme, but yeah. how it's just looks like a hexagon. <laughs> um, yeah, I can honestly eat anything, and I'm just pretty happy with it.
0: I honestly, wish. yeah, I'm honestly very picky eater. Um, really? but the things I love, I love a lot. Yeah, um, there you go. But, but I feel like we all have maybe some weird or unique, like, food combinations that we enjoy. I I know, like, I don't know, like, the pineapple on pizza is just one thing, but some people put, like, ranch on, I don't know if that's weird or whatever, but I know some people put ranch on their pizza. Do you have any, like, weird or unique food combinations? Okay, yes. I do.
1: <laughs> okay. Ramen noodles, you know, Marathon ramen noodles. Yeah. I'll eat that. But instead of, (laughs) instead of using a fork, I'll use my nacho cheese Doritos as a fork and I'll scoop the noodles with my nacho cheese Dorito. I know it's so weird. I did it as a kid and it carries to today. It carries to today.
0: That kind of, um, (laughs) a little bit reminds me of, did you watch iCarly growing up? Yeah. It kind spaghetti. of a little bit reminds me of some spaghetti tacos because, yeah. I mean, you kind of have the hard shell or whatever it is with, like, a noodle in it. So, like, it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's so good
1: it's a habit that I don't know how to break so I won't even use a fork I just use that Dorito chip grab my
0: noodles <laughs> I mean it cuts down a little bit on your your dishwasher so exactly. I'm just saying we don't even have to clean it then you're, you're that's just, what I was going you're for. being environmentally friendly because your your fork <laughs> just goes in your stomach exactly <laughs> (laughs) it's so funny but you know we were talking about california and i feel like at least from an outsider's perspective it seems a lot obviously a bit about the glitz and the glam and, and of course acting so i'm curious have you had any aspirations to act in any manner i mean you obviously do some acting and pro wrestling but like professionally or maybe amateurly have you had any kind of dreams to act at all
1: When I was a kid, I've always wanted to move out here. And even when I went home recently, I I looked at my diary because I used to write down my feelings a lot. I wrote down all my feelings. I had so Mm -hmm. many diaries, which is so crazy. I'm so in tune with my feelings, I guess. But let me read it to you. Okay. It's a little embarrassing. I took a picture just because I was like
0: dying laughing, just how I worded things. Oh, is this the one you shared to IG? Because if you did, I already saw it. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of them. That's one of them. Um, mind you, I was like 11. So I literally still have a diary from when I was like 11, 12, 13, 14. Like I get you.
1: <laughs> so, um, it says, dear
0: diary. Today I was so tired. I could barely keep my
1: head up because last night I wasn't feeling good. I'm watching some weird show. Sometimes I can't wait till I grow up because I know exactly what I want to do. I want to be famous, but I have a while to go. When I think about it, when I think about it's time. I don't know what I wrote here. I can't read my handwriting. I think about it sometimes. It feels like it's going, oh my God, I can't read this. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just always want, I wanted to be like a singer. You know, someone who I really
0: liked as a kid was Kelly Clarkson, Um, which is weird. Just no, like, no. She I, so she, I think is my second most listened to artist of all time. Really? <laughs> yeah, just okay, by girl. Carrie Underwood, yeah. <laughs>
1: I was in seventh grade listening to her debut album, though. Like, not even Breakaway, her debut album. Like, you know, that was all about like love and like a moment like this. Hard, co- yeah, yeah. And um, Just Missed the Train that was my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who Who do I think I was listening to stuff like this? So I used to want to be a singer like that, and then of course I wanted to do acting, like on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Like I saw the Victorious kids, and I was like, yeah, Lord, Victorious you know, but of course that stuff never said, but you know, you look at this stuff now and I actually just read Jeanette McCurdy's book. It's just interesting to see a yeah.
0: different,
1: all of this stuff that we grew up with in a different light, you know? So.
0: Yeah. I've heard, um, it's funny. I, I was exposed to that kind of through TikTok because I'm on like Disney <laughs> channel slash like, not nostalgia, like childhood, uh, okay. A, a lot of the stuff with um Alexa Nicholas too from Zoe 101 or yes. no, sorry, yeah from Zoe one is about crazy. the same thing about Dan Schneider and all that. I go I ended up down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um and like I I I found out this thing about like Josh Peck and um Jeanette McCurdy. Like I guess he was she was on his podcast but oh. then after it she said like don't like air this it, it was just a whole thing but yeah like I've seen a, I've seen a bunch yeah. of it um in a couple interviews that she's done about all that it's just it's crazy to like definitely talk. and it puts so much in perspective
1: and you know Carly's on Netflix now so I'll yeah. go to specific episodes that she brings up in her book and I'm like mm. this is crazy yeah and she's just a child like suppressing her feelings yeah. and like what she's actually going through it's so wild
0: Yeah, but especially around, like, California, Hollywood, you know, sometimes, like we said, there's a lot of glitz in the glam, but I can imagine that a lot of people get lost in that sometimes. I don't know if you have yourself, but I'm sure you have at least at some point. Um, So kind of between that and the wrestling world, how do you maintain a positive body image?
1: Man, it's hard, I must tell you. You know, I think a fault that everyone in the whole world has is we all compare ourselves to other people. It's so easy to fall into that. I think Mm -hmm. everyone is kind of a victim of that. We all go through our own things, but Mm -hmm. something I try to keep in mind is everybody is built differently and it is okay that I'm given this body that I have. Um, I get a little insecure because I have like, no matter how small or like lean I get, I just, I have this, pouch that I have. And I try and tell my gear makers, Hey, can I get higher wasted stuff? Like, and if it doesn't end up working, like my pouch ends up coming out and I'll watch my matches back and I see it. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, come on. And I try not to beat myself up over it because no matter what, it's going to be there. And I just it's who I am. And it's like completely fine. So when it comes to like body positivity, I just try and, you know, I look at, you know, like the Disney stars, Selena Gomez, she's so beautiful. And like, you know, she's transformed so much and she's body positive right now. And um, I just look at role models like that, people who I've also looked up to growing up and just see that they also go through the same thing and just know that I'm not alone. And to just, you know,
0: yeah, especially with her her lupus and everything kind of yeah. affecting her, you know, it affects the side effects. One of the side effects is your face like kind of blowing up a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, she's like the sponsor, well, the creator of her own beauty brand and is just so amazing and like kind hearted, it seems. And I'm I'm glad you bring up gear because I was gonna bring this up later, but since it kind of ties two things together, kind of obviously mm-hmm. Nickelodeon and ring gear um Uh I I know uh you previously said you got a lot of your ring gear inspired by some of the music artists that you love such as Ariana Grande but where else do you look for for inspiration when you are crafting or envisioning these gear designs
1: so I try and make it my own in a way so my new is gear that I have the black one at the top is Selena inspired um uh I just kind of I see how they designed it. I do something similar, but add a little bit of my touch with it. So instead of just like kind of like black and white, I'm going to add colors because Milo is very colorful, very like gold. I like maroons. So I asked if I could get like little maroons in there and diamonds, but I'm very minimalistic. I don't like anything too crazy, but I like classy. So what I try and always go for is minimalistic, but really shiny. So it's hard to find that happy medium. I'm actually trying to think of new gear right now, but I'm coming up short. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I know you got the gems, or I don't know if they're crystals or what, on the mm-hmm. bustier of the one of them. Then obviously you have yeah. your classic, I feel like, maroon gear. Um, mm-hmm. I missed the cowboy hat, by the way. I loved that shoot. Yeah, um, thank you. I, I love cowboy Milo. But, you know, I feel like I, I'm a big proponent of ring gear because, I mean, it's a big way to express yourself. It presents your character. You can do so many things with it. Within mm-hmm. the scope of wrestling right now, who do you think has the strongest ring gear game or aesthetic?
1: Oh, strongest ring gear game, Jade Cardia. Like, amazing! Oh my gosh, I love her gear, she kills it every time, even when she's doing her cosplay. I'm like, Oh, girl, I love it! I love everything that she brings to the table.
0: Yeah, and I know she takes a, some inspo from like Marvel and stuff. Like, she had mm-hmm. the, the Hulk gear the one time, I think she had her I silver. It silver hair kind of then she's just been like she's had so many different like comic book pop culture inspired gear and you can see Mm -hmm. it and she just looks fantastic and like whatever to be honest with you
1: oh a (laughs) hundred percent I really like how you someone can get an inspiration and it shows you're like okay I get it you know I love that I love that it's very like obvious like oh this is where she got it from and she killed it I love that.
0: Yeah, and obviously talking about image, more so your name, I want, I, the last time we talked last year, you kind of dropped the matters portion of your name since then, mm-hmm. and you've been more so by MacDetty, Milo or just Milo, so mm-hmm. what prompted you to drop the matters in your name? Was that a conscious decision, or did it kind of just happen?
1: It kind of just happened. Um, I, I, Oh, I kind of thought like, oh, I kind of need a last name. So I just picked that. And then yes. I really thought about it and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I really liked it. It just wasn't, it wasn't something that I saw with me in the long run. It was something that I was playing around with earlier in training in the, the very beginning of my career. But then I thought about just having just my name solo, like Milo. I was like, I really like that. It rolls off the tongue. It's differentiates me from a lot of people. Um... <clears throat> You know, I think, like, back to, like, Selena, Cher, people mm-hmm. with these one names, and it's just that, Rihanna, you know? Rihanna, yeah. Exactly. If you just have that one name rolls right off the tongue. I just felt like that would have been a little better. And then the Mac Daddy moniker, you know, I had a name for so long. And who gave that name to me? Myself, like back in like high school. So it's funny, it just carried with me for so long. That's actually been my username for a very long time. And I somehow incorporated it into wrestling. And it's amazing. For
0: (laughs) For those who don't know, can you kind of explain what a Mac Daddy is or what it
1: means? So how I always envisioned it is like, when you hear Mac Daddy, you think, grande, large, like larger than life. That's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I was going for. You know, like how it's like, Oh, the Mac daddy of them all. Mm -hmm. There's actually, um, this food thing that I saw on Instagram where it's called like a Mac daddy grilled cheese. And it had like, it was huge. It was just like this big, yummy, um, delicious grilled cheese with mac and cheese in it. Oh, so good. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how I envisioned it. Everyone has their own interpretation of it, and that is completely fine. Yeah. Um, I roll with the punches, you know? I take I feel whatever. like it
0: can have like a, a kind of like swagger to as well, Mac Daddy. She just seems like a cool yeah, person, maybe. you know? Like, so I, I don't know how to explain it.
1: Yeah, so many different interpretations, and I'm, I like them all. So, now yeah.
0: I, I'm curious. <laughs> maybe somebody's brought this up before. Have you thought about going Mac Mommy? <laughs>
1: Mac, mommy <laughs> this
0: actually could be our
1: tag name this weekend huh i'll i'll, I'll message Rochelle. shell let's get some brainstorming ideas i think that would be a good one.
0: <laughs> although to be fair rhea ripley's kind of got the mommy thing oh, yeah, right that's now, that's but true. like we'd have I mean, to spell it you're definitely. not like you're not like super grunge though you know oh um, yeah like I feel like it could still work for you like mac mommy mac daddy I don't know you could do whatever the mac daddies the mac mommies I love it spongebob <laughs> another classic of childhood
1: <laughs> I'm a very nostalgic person too Ella don't you worry yeah. all those tiktoks with the
0: aquatic ambiance um music in the back <clears> throat> throat> where I like that. yes, yeah. yeah that's all my four and the, the ones with the well the ones where the people fake were their their pet going like dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, that's my TikTok for <laughs> you. Oh, that's so funny. Two more questions <laughs> for you, kind of going back in time a little bit. Um, You've obviously been in wrestling for a little bit right now. How do you think that you've grown as a person and a competitor so far in the sport?
1: Wow. I've learned a lot since I started wrestling and I thought I thought I knew it all when I first started. I remember before I first started training, I was like, cool, I'm going to train and get signed to WWE. That's literally my mindset. And I feel like that's a lot of people's mindset mm-hmm. going in, you know? But um, I learned very quickly that is not the case. But I will say, since then, um, I did fall in love with the indies and the indie circuit. And it made me definitely have a new appreciation for wrestling, a different outlook on wrestling. Um, I feel like I definitely grew into seeing the sport for what it is outside of what people already know from what they watched growing up. I feel like I feel better about like my confidence when it comes to kind of also standing my ground, um, just knowing my worth when it comes to certain things. And, you know, I still obviously have a long way to go, but I've come so far since I started. And for that, I'm really proud
0: you are and you know kind of we kind of took a reflection of the past kind of looking towards the future now I know you have your little planner handy what is on the horizon right now for you personally and professionally
1: (laughs) so I got a new job um it's cool you know indie wrestling can only pay for so much before you know so I work at this cute restaurant in a garden so that's really cool it's a lot of open air, which I needed because um, I used to work in like really like tight, condensed places where there's really no ventilation. Yeah. And I feel like that really kind of has effect on your mental health. So working inside like a garden where it's just all open air, I feel better. I just I'm excited to go to work. Like who says that? And they're very flexible at wrestling. They're all interested in it. They allow me to get Fridays, Saturdays off working some Sundays. But. I have to tell them, by the way, there's some Sundays I can't work because I'm booked. You know, it's funny because I told them, oh, um, I never really booked on Sundays, so I can do Sunday through Thursday, and now I'm starting to get booked on Sundays. How funny. Um... So aside from May 13th, Queen of the Indies, my tag match with Rochelle Render versus Brooke Havoc and Johnny Robbie. I'm very excited about that one. I have New Tradition Lucha Libre, which will be on the 20th of May. That is a really amazing promotion here in California. It's in Palmdale. We run at a brewery. It's another promotion who I'm grateful for, for taking the chance on me. Um, they're amazing. If you want to check them out, they're on YouTube. Um, I have... Uh, a show in Vegas on the 27th. That is Double or Nothing Weekend. Yeah. It is um, for Poder Wrestling. I, I'm i not sure what I'm doing it, but I'm thinking it's a four-way tag match. Aren't those fun? I'm excited. Um, Hood Slam on... Um, Friday the second,
0: where we get some more answers, hopefully.
1: Yes, uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> June second. Yeah, we got hit slam. June third will be my debut for Rival Pro. I'm very excited. I don't know what I'm doing it, but I have a feeling it's something good. Mm-hmm. That one I'm really excited for because I've never really booked in Southern California, and I live in Southern yeah. California. So the fact that I can drive 30 minutes and then 30 minutes back and I'm home is amazing. I'm used to driving hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And then June 4th, I have Full Queer, where I defend my tag belts I have with Barbie Boy. Um, I don't know who we're facing it, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I do know who we're facing. I believe we're facing Dark Chic and Chupacabra. Very excited. Full Queer is another amazing promotion, like I said, who's taking a chance on me. All those, the promotions who I really feel like give me the time of day is I'm always going to give them the time of day and always prioritize their bookings over other ones just because it's a give and take relationship you know
0: I need you on the east coast soon please uh, I would <laughs>
1: love, to, love to um I did wrestle for second wrestling do you yeah. like you know, that one in the midwest um I wrestled for them when they were here for mania weekend for their jewish show mitzvah mania that was a lot of fun I faced chelsea durden I lost but it's okay it's okay We'll get a them next You
0: grow from it. You know, the you yeah. losses, you grow from it. That's all that matters. Exactly. Um <laughs> By 2024, we need you and need another date in the East Coast, please. I
1: <laughs> would love that. I would honestly love that more than anything because that's where, you know, I grew up. Um I don't know if there's any wrestling in Virginia or is it most, is there? Oh, no, there Virginia? is. I
0: have a, a friend who's a wrestler who who is based in Virginia. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Oh,
1: I just, I feel like I don't,
0: or if not, there's, she wrestles in West Virginia, North Carolina all the time, right there. There, There's a little, there's a little hub in there. There's a nice little hub in there.
1: Okay. Thank you for letting me know. I'll have to check all these places out and Mm -hmm. follow them, reach out, you know,
0: do the whole shebang. (laughs) Exactly. But Milo, of course, before we let you go, can you please share where the people can find you online?
1: Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at MacDaddy, Twitter at MacDaddy Milo. I still haven't updated my TikTok yet, but it's okay. I'm on there, MacDaddy Milo. So what I'm also into, Ella, is um abandoned places. Uh <laughs> like I want to start vlogging, like going into mm-hmm. abandoned places and just showing like the liminal space kind of thing. So that's what I'm trying to turn my TikTok into. So far, I'm coming up short, but
0: so it's funny cuz I was obviously doing research before this. Me and you actually have another shared um I don't even know how I ended up on this TikTok because I don't even drive. <laughs> it's uh-huh. the little live-in vans that people have with their pets. I literally tell you like there I think there's there's probably about 5 to 10 like TikTokers that I follow that are all about van life like
1: Oh, it's def-
0: it's one of my consistent things that pops up on my t- I don't even drive but there's there's especially <laughs> one um that like has two cats or there's a couple that have dogs it's so yeah. cool and yeah. fascinating to me oh my gosh that would honestly be so perfect you know you know I totally would love to do that but yeah.
1: man I just like you know what I think about is like what if I break down in the middle of Idaho what am I gonna do <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean that's true that's true <laughs> Because a, a lot of the time you have to have like the battery because they're battery powered a lot. Some of them, actually this one girl yeah. yesterday, <laughs> last night I was up watching it. She has solar panels on the top um, for oh, to power God. and a battery. So obviously it depends like what kind of weather and where you are. But oh. uh, she kind of has both, which I thought was really cool.
1: That's definitely cool. Oh, man. It costs
0: money, though. She gave kind of a breakdown of how much it costs to, like, renovate that whole thing. Oh, my God. I think it was upwards of, like, 60K. (laughs) Crazy. It's, like, renovate the whole thing and all that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah but she doesn't pay rent so no, exactly. and you can always sell it for more I think somebody said I don't even drive <laughs> and I, <laughs> I I know that um <laughs> the selling a lot of them sell in like the hundred thousand dollar range so I mean she'll be making money when she sells it mm-hmm. but
1: yeah. I saw this TikTok of people turning a school bus into one of yes, those
0: yes 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 I've yeah. seen one of those too
1: oh man that's so cool but that is a lot to renovate you gotta yeah. rip the chairs like Do all the others? It's so
0: cool to see, though. It's like, I mean, it's kind of traveling. A lot of them, they'll have like dogs or cats, so they're not like fully alone. Yeah. Um, But it, it's imagine just being a cat or a dog. You're just traveling the world and just exploring all these places, and you don't have to pay rent.
1: (laughs) The absolute life. I know Veda would love that.
0: Yeah, she loves
1: the outdoors. She loves being
0: outside. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day, you know. But for right now, I would say you got a pretty nice, I don't know where you're based at in California, but I feel like there's a lot of beaches there. You got yourself a, a pretty nice place wherever you are, yeah, like, just in
1: California.
0: Pretty- yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Milo, thank you so much for chatting with me here today. Of course, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, and hopefully we see you on the East Coast here soon.
1: Praying to the gods,
0: yes. <laughs> and of course, good luck in the Queen of the Indies event. That's going to be super fun. I'm so excited. Next year, next year is going to be your year. We got to get you competing for it. You know, this is just a little oh, preview amazing. of uh, for next year. A hundred percent. Amazing. <laughs> thank you so much, Milo.
1: Yes, thank you. I had so much fun.